o'clock. Appreciate you joining us. Jim and the Buckeye Boy today from the Bozarth Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios, the most trusted name in automobiles. Carry this question over from yesterday. Which camp are you in? Are you in Camp I Believe in Sean, as in Sean Payton, or Camp I Don't Think This Guy Knows What He's Doing? Because you have those people that are out there right now. Either they're dem- they're demanding answers, like Eric Goodman, Mile High Sports. I demand that you tell me who they're going to hire. Sean, who are you hiring? Tell me now. I want to know now. We deserve is- to know. The, the word that they killed me about that whole thing was the phrase embarrassing. This is embarrassing. How is it embarrassing? Right. How uh, are you personally embarrassed as a Broncos fan that... He's not told you who the assistants are. <laughs> I, I read that when he when he tweeted that. How is it embarrassing? So he hasn't announced it yet. So what? Who cares? That may be the dumbest local media take about a team in a person's coverage area in years. As far as I know. I just when I, when I when I saw that he tweeted that, it's embarrassing. I've asked a couple of Broncos fans. I'm like, uh, I'm not are em- you embarrassed by your team's inability or your team's inability or lack of want to to release the names of the assistant coaches? And people are like, what? No, not really. No, not not. In the, I'm not. No, I'm not embarrassed. Yeah, I'd like to know. As obviously doing this job, but also. As a fan, yeah, I'd like to know who he's hiring. Right. But I'm not embarrassed by it. I'm not, oh, this is so humiliating. Clutching your pearls. I can't wear my gear out in public now. Why not? I don't the, know who the assistant tight ends coach the, is. The, the Cardinals, they've, they've announced who, that they've, that they've hired Ben Steele, mm-hmm. which I'm happy for Ben, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I well, well, honey, why aren't you wearing your Broncos hat today? I'm, I'm just too embarrassed to put on the cap. Well, well why is that? I don't know who's going to be the assistant offensive line coach this year. <laughs> well, isn't it? It's Valentine's Day. Doesn't football start in July, August? I just... I'm just embarrassed. I'm ashamed of my team, the fact that they can't... They won't release this information to me. It's just it's just embarrassing that yeah. we, we don't know. Well, what if it's somebody you don't like? Well, that doesn't matter. I just... I need to know a name. But, if it's, but it's, a, it's such... Like for the Broncos... 55-10 wasn't like an, an embarrassment. Who's it wasn't Jonesing. nearly as an embarrass- much yeah. of an embarrassment as not knowing who Sean Payton's staff is. Stop it. Which leads us to... The latest on the Broncos and the league. It's around the NFL on the Jim Davis Show. He's my team 1-0-16. Well, that's not embarrassing. You not want to know who, what is? Not knowing who the coaching not staff is. Not knowing who the lower-level assistants are. Congratulations to Bill Musgrave, by the way. Who's now... Did you know this? I, I didn't hear. He's coaching on your Browns now. Really? Bill I'm, Musgrave. I'm sorry. There's some lovely areas to live around Cleveland, though. It's cold, though. He has been hired as the senior offensive assistant. Hey, awesome. I'm sorry you have to work with Deshaun Watson. That's <laughs> unfortunate for you. But if anybody can can help, it'd be Bill. I got the heads up uh, from uh, Die Hard on this yesterday, by the way. Oh, that he. Yeah. Saw so out there in the the uh, he interwebs. didn't tell me at the uh, Super Bowl watch. Well, thing. he didn't know. Well, Bill's looking for a gig, but he didn't 
They, this just came down yesterday, dude. Settle down. He didn't know then. Diehard should know. Well, he didn't. And know I am then. embarrassed and ashamed of I our friendship Bill, that he didn't tell me. I doubt Bill. Well, he didn't tell me then. He told me. He texted me yesterday. Settle down. That's a callback to Jeez, the Goodman. Th- thing. Thanks, Eric Goodman. Yeah. Yeah. We call you Eric Goodman Jr. Why didn't you know back then, Diehard? Exactly. Two that's, weeks that's ago. All I'm Why saying. did you know? Why didn't you tell me? It's a slap in the face to all of us that cover whoever. I can't even carry it on anymore. Congratulations <laughs> to Bill. Wish him the best of luck at uh, on, on your Cleveland Browns. Absolutely. And, okay, we, we've been talking about the Outwell thing. So, how much did you talk about this yesterday? Because I don't want to cover... A little bit. I don't want to cover a lot of we, ground. We talked about it a fair amount, but okay, we did I, not have your particular viewpoint on it because so i obviously it. yesterday i've been busy moving and so i haven't been totally in touch with everything and i hadn't read the read the otwell article uh, you know and it came out oh, it came out a few days ago but i've i've, I've had other things going on uh-huh than reading doug otwell whining about who the broncos have hired that okay i i get it why everybody's upset about vance the lack of success as a Broncos head coach, get it, understand it. Mm-hmm. Every week was a great week of practice. Constant look of befuddlement on the sidelines, which we saw callbacks to that from Nathaniel Hackett. Of of the I don't know what's yeah. supposed to do. Like here. what happened? What That's not we... how we practiced it. I, I just think this the, the headline reads. Tone deaf, the Denver Broncos either don't hear or don't care what you think. So, so Doug Otwell, every professional sports team, when it comes to... Uh, this is a new coach coming in. Mm-hmm. It's a guy that's won a Super Bowl. So, you're saying that, that basically you're acting like Sean Payton doesn't know what he's doing. That the fans should t- be able to tell you, Sean Payton, exactly how to run your football team. A team that you just got to. Yeah. team that you're taking over in a city that you're coaching in for the very first time. That you're supposed to exclusively listen to the fan base on how to run this thing. Because that's the tone of the article. And there's, there's some points deep in the article that, if not for like the headline and the overall tone, are very good. Solid points. Like, like, the, like the point about Vance Joseph's never led a top 10 NFL defense. That too. I'm, I'm okay with that. Or, that. That's fact. That's not fiction. That's not your opinion. Isn't, that's factual. Isn't there no one in the building that can say, this might not go over well? John Elway, Joe Ellis, both consultants. Last he heard, couldn't have predicted that Vance Joseph isn't going to be great. And then he takes like a unnecessary swipe at some of the part owners. One of them in particular that... Like she's unaware of how fans in her backyard feels. Like, yeah, maybe she's you know got other stuff to do, and she well, doesn't make any decisions at all. Well, well, well Condoleezza Rice isn't isn't the one that hired Vance Joseph. Condoleezza Rice is also a Browns fan, so her football <laughs> knowledge is probably limited. Could be, Could especially be. how to hire and develop coaches. I, I'm just I'm just thinking if you're going to try to roll her into this thing, she's if you want to cry about Vance Joseph. Well, then that's the wrong person to, to right. complain about. She didn't have anything to do with that. Carrie Walton Penner is higher on the list of decision makers yeah. than Condoleezza Rice. And guess what? Neither one of those ladies 
nor probably, well, I'm sure Rob Walton, the, he, there was some involvement maybe. In, he hey, was CC'd on an email hey, probably. here's what Sean's, who's he's thinking about hiring. Mm-hmm. What do you think the reaction is going to be, blah, 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 considering the history? I mean, some of that probably, I'm sure it was probably discussed. He's on the CC of welcome to the family emails. You know, do I agree? Would Rex Ryan have been intriguing? Sure. Matt yes. Patricia does have experience, but once again, this gets back to this is he is the defensive version, a little bit of Eric Bieniemy. Yeah, he's chicken and egg. How much is that of his success in New England is Bill Belichick? Yeah, he's he's chicken and egg with who's in charge or right where where does the success lie? Right, so you don't really know. Bieniemy, at least we're going to find out maybe this year with Sam Howell and whoever else, because the Commanders cut Carson Wentz. Which we're going to get to that, but you brought it up, so... Speaking of the Commanders, there's a very, very juicy write-up on the four-letter website this morning about how... There's a lot of stuff. Daniel Snyder charged the team to put the logo on Daniel Snyder's plane. Four and a half million dollars. Whoa. To put the logo... Of the team he owns... On the plane he owns, he charged the team accounts for that, among many, many other financial improprieties. Supposedly cut Jeff Bezos yeah. out of the uh, bidding process because the Washington Post has written nasty things about him. Apparently ESPN's not going <laughs> to own the commanders now either. Apparently not. <laughs> Apparently they will not. Uh, they'll yeah. probably will be allowed to cover them as long as... I don't think Bob Iger is going to be able to... Uh, yeah. But look, Rex would have been interesting. Matt, Matt Patricia, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, there's there's still, like we said, chicken or egg thing about him and Belichick. Yeah, would have been probably intriguing. Would have been certainly better than than Vance. I brought up Wade Phillips. Why not have Wade come back? Why not have that conversation with Wade? Yeah, because when when McVeigh cut him loose, that defense was still like top fifteen and forcing turnovers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was some aggression because they had some injuries, and their offense sucked. Yeah. Sorry, and, Renegades or Roughnecks or Hitmen or whoever he <laughs> coaches for. Silly Nannies or... Yeah. The London Silly Nannies. He's the Houston Roughnecks head coach, I, I do believe. I caught one of their games over the weekend, and I did mention this yesterday. You're 100% dead on. Those helmets suck. They, they're, they it's make hard them, to make watch them the all game. blue. Make them all blue. Make them white. I don't care. Make it a solid color, at least. The split down the middle is like... It's awful. This is just way because too it's, much. Because it's blue, white, and red. Yeah. All caught up and like it's like looks like a Rubik's Cube. I get it's supposed to be like the Texas flag or whatever. It looks awful. And that would work if you're the only team. <laughs> you're one of three. But it's a bad look. It's, it's a just, bad look. It's a terrible altogether. look. Altogether. So, anyway. So, kind of but he also brings up a Giro Vero. He would have been ideal. But he didn't want to stay. It's that's the thing that kills me. It's like Vic didn't want to come back. Everybody's screaming, "Why didn't we get Vic?" Because Vic didn't want to come back. Why didn't we keep Avero? Because he didn't want to stay. That kind of blows ideal out of the water, doesn't it? <laughs> if guys don't want to stay there or come back there, you can't make them do that. Just because you think that's what they should do mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's a fail. Like it's. It, like on the part of like okay, DJ LeMahieu, mm-hmm. your revisionist history. Remember, we always talked about you know people. Oh, you know they 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 screwed him over yeah. and they they lowballed him and well, 
No, they Turns actually out they didn't. They actually, they offered him pretty much what the Yankees offered him. Yeah, he just didn't want to stay. Right, and so that's not that's not the Rockies' fault. So that's that same. That's not the Broncos' fault that those two guys didn't want to be the defensive coordinator. Sean Payton is at the combine. He did his media availability like minutes ago, and he was asked about Vic Fangio. I haven't heard this sound. Do you want me to just kind of play it raw? This is from Troy Rank's Twitter. I think we're okay with that. Yeah, go ahead. Let's start with the Dolphins. They're getting a tremendous coach. I mean, you keep hearing everyone's running Fangio's defense, and then Fangio and I are retired just sitting out there. I used to give him a hard time. I'm like, God, Vic, half the teams in this league are running your defense, and and you haven't met half those people. Um, Look, I I consider him a friend. We've never worked together. but Vic Fangio was from Scranton, Pennsylvania, which is where my mom and dad were from. My dad went to the same high school as Vic Fangio, Dunmore High. And uh, my cousin taught Vic Fangio sixth grade math in Scranton. I've never lived in Scranton, all right? They filmed the, the office there, I think, which was a good show. Um, do I think he would have been a great asset for us? Yes. Um, and so we were planning you know, in this year away, if, if the right scenario came up, that we'd work together. And, and I think this one was just a little unique because it, it wasn't too long ago he, he was here. Um, but certainly I tried, talked to him, tried to twist his arm, and uh, I'm excited for his opportunity in Miami. I think he's a talented coach. I, we went against each other for years. That so, was where the clip cut off, but... So he's saying, look, Vic, Vic I wanted, didn't want to come. Vic didn't want to come. So what's Sean Payton supposed to do about that? <laughs> he, he, was he supposed to have some some blackmail photos or right. something? Uh, hey, Vic, you know, compromising photos. If you don't come to Denver, I'm going to have to put mm-hmm. them out there. Uh, what, what's he supposed to do? You can't be a coach for the Dolphins. I have you eating this tuna fish sandwich. That's on film. Right. That's not going to go well. Dan Marino is not going to like that. I have a picture of you killing a dolphin. Whoa. Ooh, that's got deep there. Man, that's it's photoshop. brutal. It's photoshopped. Oh, okay, oh. okay, okay. Not, not a real one, no. Yeah. Not a real dolphin. That's not a dolphin. That's a shark. No. I see. I mean, it, that kind of speaks to the point, right? It's like, he can only do so much. What, is he going to black bag over his head, Jason Bourne style, drive him to Denver? Him? Yeah. Fly him, fly him into Denver and right. brainwash him to, to be the Broncos defensive coordinator? The Broncos black site in Broomfield <laughs> or whatever? What are you, I mean. I, I just, at some point, come on, Broncos fans, stop being stupid. Stop being morons about this. If they it's didn't, not, it's not fans really. It's media. It's media. It's the media guys. But there are some fans too there that, are, some, yeah. that are hearing the. I'm not saying all fans are this Just, way. Don't don't take it, Broncos country. I'm saying there's that wasn't portion, me. That so, was you. There's a portion. You but time. I've heard. But I've heard some fans <laughs> say this to me. Why didn't they keep him? Well, he didn't want to. Vero didn't want to stay there. Yeah. He want he wanted to move on because the Hackett and him were friends and. Not, not, not. Once again, I hear about it when I say it. So let's. That was I'm, you, not me. Every fan base has a portion of the fan base that says stupid, rid- crap. ridiculous, stupid things. The media is the same deal. And the guys we've been talking about today, Eric Goodman, Doug Outwell, clearly represent the yeah the hey the ds not, portion. Not not being not being the the sharpest tool in the drawer part of this whole thing. Yeah, the dumb s portion of right. This country. It's a little annex 
That, but see, the, the Vance Joseph thing, you want to criticize that? I'm fine with that. I'm I'm not sure why criticize he hired him the in. the merits. Absolutely. But then the fact act, that oh, they don't listen to us. Oh, my God. And act like Sean Payton doesn't know what he's doing at yeah. all. Come on. Let's, let, let's stop that kind of nonsense. All right. So... I just, you know, like I said, I, I, I've had some, I've had some fans say that along with reading some stuff. I hadn't seen the Outwell thing until you brought it up today. There's some points in there that are relevant from, from Doug Outwell. I don't want Doug Outwell sending me a nasty email as I respect what he does, but some of that, it's like, come on, just because you, just because you think it's the thing that they should do Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that was going to happen. That was going to come together. All right, so on The Athletic, I'm going to just go over this very quickly. Nick Hosmander's put together a um, kind of a list, an off-season to-do list for Sean Payton, what he thinks the priorities are for Sean Payton. Tell the media who the coaches are. Once Jack. again, these are, these are <laughs> not anywhere on this list, shockingly. Really? Not anywhere on this list at all, but informing who the coaches are, informing the media that. He has at number six on the list, organizing a draft plan. And that that makes some sense, obviously, with the the capital that you have. There's there's not a lot of yeah. Did he you know, rank these, or did right, he just kind of throw them out? They're there? just six through one, and, gotcha. and yeah, and, and and I don't know how what the order is exactly. What of order of importance? This is number six on the list. You know that that offensive line is going to be probably an area that gets a lot of attention in the draft. You know they have mm-hmm. no tackles, the starting experience other than Bowles in the roster. Because you've got Cam Fleming, Billy Turner, Tom Compton, and Calvin Anderson all set to be unrestricted free agents. And let them all walk. Could That could very well happen. It makes for fascinating content, but it just let them all walk. Let's try something I, new. I, I doubt all of them are going to walk, but I wouldn't be surprised if... There's a couple that will come back because it's the only job they'll get. Exactly. But then you have Dalton Reisner as a free agent and... His status remains up in the air. Lloyd Cushenberry struggled mm. at times at the center spot. So there's there's a lot of needs to attend to on the offensive line. And the draft could very well be the place where a lot of that gets taken care of. Fifth on the list, setting priorities for outside free agents. Of you know what you know what what are you gonna do? What are the areas of need? What makes sense? Because Denver, they they spend seventy million on Randy Gregory, who, when Randy Gregory is healthy, he can be an impactful player. The problem with Randy Gregory is this last season, many seasons, he's not healthy enough to be much of an impact he's on a regular hardly basis. There, you know, Ronald Darby missed half of Denver's games the last two seasons. So I wave bye bye to that dude. That's uh, he's yeah, gone. Demari Mathis is fine. Free agency, you can find somebody. Mm-hmm. You've got you've got better options than Ronald Darby. Yeah, but I I think it's Demari Mathis's time, really, to be honest. Yeah, he he got better and better as the season went along, and Christian Parker's been given a lot of credit mm-hmm. who the Broncos kept, but the secondary is yeah. is a reason for that. And that may be why too. Yeah, uh, number four, will the cat will the Broncos uh, make a trade for more draft capital? Because there's been the talk. Remember, there was an article a while back about perhaps Garrett. Bowles and maybe Cortland Sutton getting dealt yeah. to bring in draft capital. Well, and we talked it was it's been over a month, I think, to Mike Rice when we had him on about how there's kind of when healthy, that's a big two words there, there's a surplus of wide receivers 
yeah. that can get you some sort of draft pick, whether it's Sutton, Patrick, Judy, Hamler, Hinton, Okwag, Bunam, you know, of your skill position guys, you have a glut of guys when healthy that could be desirable. So maybe, yeah, I think there's a move that could be made. That gets us to number three on the list, the aforementioned Jerry Judy, who's coming up with your option. Jerry Judy just got better as the season went along. His stock went up a lot toward the end of the season. Mm -hmm. And I think if you're Denver, that's a name that you do take off that list and a guy that you get signed and, and get and get him taken care of long term. I think you hit the option, yeah. I don't think you let him go free agency until you absolutely have to. I think you do that option and then you work on a on a deal. Yeah. You pick up the fifth year option and, and go from there. Number two, deciding on the other sixteen free agents from Dalton Reisner, as we mentioned, to Cam Fleming, Latavius Murray. There there seems to be a sense Murray is probably gonna be ba- back. He's gonna be coming back. Early he, do. He's I think things I've read and seen I I think he's a big fan of Sean Payton. Yeah. And I think Sean Payton's a big fan of him, too. Yeah. And and so you've got Eric Sobert, Eric Tomlinson. Eh, Sobert maybe because he can play special teams. Yeah. He has yeah, some value there because point. of that. Andrew Beck, I, I don't know what, See what role he's going to play in a Sean Payton offense. Alex Singleton played well with Josie Jewell inside mm-hmm. at the end of the season. That's a possibility. Sean Williams, another guy that Certainly, you would probably like to have back on your defensive front. And then, number one, decide what you're going to do with Draymond Jones. Either you're going to tag him, slap the franchise tag on him, extend him, or you're going to part company with him. That you've got to, you've got to figure out what you're going to do with him. The tag value right now for his position is 19.7. I mean, I, I don't really know. Is that a lot? For Draymond Jones, is that a lot for a defensive lineman? I mean, his, I don't know where to come down on that number. He's got 22 sacks since coming into the league. Um, he has 18 and a half, you know, in the last three seasons. He's been pretty durable. He's played 56 of 66 games. Mm-hmm. His pressure rate has grown over the last three seasons from 8.6 to 10.1 to 10.6. So he's gotten better and better as a pass rusher. He's a force. He's up front, really good against the run. Many people feel like he's part of the, the big four, which is Sertan, Simmons, DJ Jones, and obviously Draymond Jones up front. I I just think when you look at and what he brings to this team, you need to find a way to keep him in Denver. And we talked about this last week, about the Broncos. They've parted ways with defensive linemen, and they've been able to find the next guy. And at one point, Draymond Jones was that next guy. How many times do you want to keep tempting fate that you're going to be able to do it? When you've got a guy that's already demonstrated he's getting better, Mm -hmm. he's durable. He played more games... Or he started more games this year than he had in the last at any at any point in any season. Thirteen. His previous high water mark was eight. I just I just think that his he value is value is growing. Yeah, I, I just think that this is a guy that you want to keep and you don't you're not gonna try to, like you said, Tim Fate again by hey, we can find another guy that's pretty good pretty good pass rusher, collapse the pocket, mm-hmm. can play well against the run. We can find another guy like that in the draft. He's an upper tier defensive tackle in this league. He's not Aaron Donald, 
but he's he's starting to be in that and he's in the outskirts of that that those city limits if you will yeah and 19.7 that's a lot on that franchise tag but that gives you some extra time to negotiate with him before free agency really starts they did that tactic with Justin Simmons a couple yep. of years ago and, and it worked it worked I mean I don't know is is giving him the franchise tag showing him the love and the fact that we want you here. Let's work let's, something out. Yeah, let's. We this is going to be a chance for us to mm-hmm. to extend our opportunity for both of us to, to get something done long term because we want you here. Yeah, is that going to be enough? I don't know. I don't know because he obviously expressed his unhappiness that he would be mm-hmm. perfectly fine if he could have the chance to be a free agent and move on. Um, maybe Sean Payton's presence will change that potentially. We'll we'll have to wait and see. All right, uh, this hour brought to you by Preston Lee at Country Financial. He believes in building relationships, supporting the community, and serving others. Have a chat with him and let him help you protect the things that are important to you. Google him at Preston Lee Country Financial. It's time for Triple Play Records Stadium Cinema. Know your sports TV shows and movies? Let's play Stadium Cinema on the team. Yes, up for grabs today, our normal downtown double play with Triple Play. A $20 gift certificate to Triple Play Records and a small antipasto salad courtesy of Junction Square. For the first correct answer on the text line, 970-242-1340, the Chick-fil-A text line, 970-242-1340. If you've won any time in the last two weeks, sit it out. Travis Kelsey going to be hosting Saturday Night Live here uh, coming up in a couple of weeks, I believe. There's another former, there's a handful of former players when active hosted Saturday Night Live. I want... This former player who once hosted Saturday Night Live. Football is the sport with the helmets. I'm sorry, guys. I didn't think I'd need to explain that, but uh, the writers backstage seem super confused. I want that former player who hosted Saturday Night Live. First correct answer today when the downtown double play with triple play and Junction Square Pizza. Text in your answer right now, 970 972- Two four two thirteen forty. That's nine seven zero two four two thirteen forty. We'll take a break. We'll come back with more on the Jim Davis Show on the Team Sports Network. Crapdastic. That's just crap. The team presents the Jim Davis Show on Colorado Sports Leader, the Team. Welcome back, 830. Jim and the Buckeye Boy. Quick programming note. Don't forget to have Armac Tournament basketball action tonight on the Team CMU Sports Network presented by Ken Richard State Farm. Maverick Women at Colorado School of Mines. Tip off at 530. Our pregame will be kind of a combined pregame for the men and the women. That'll start at 5 o'clock. And then we'll join the men's game with Metro State uh, as soon as the women's game comes to completion here on the team. So that's coming up tonight right here on the team CMU Sports Network. All right, so today we're asking you on the Chick-fil-A Breakfast Team phone line, 970-242-1340, kind of a, a carryover from yesterday when the guys did the show. Are you on team, I trust Sean, I believe in Sean Payton, or team, who in the hell is he hiring? Who is this guy? I thought this guy knew what he was doing. Yeah. Because we're, we're getting a lot of that from the Denver media of mm-hmm. why why isn't Sean Payton asking us about Vance Joseph? We would have told him not to hire that guy. 
Why why are we not being told by the Broncos in a more timely fashion about who yeah. Sean Payton's hiring? We deserve to know immediately. It's embarrassing. I've heard the, yeah. the Goodman phrase. It's embarrassing. Stop it's embarrassing. it. It's not, Stop. It's, not, it's not embarrassing. It's not embarrassing. It's embarrassing to get your doors blown off in the Super Bowl when you have a ten nothing lead against Washington. It's embarrassing to lose to the Niners fifty five ten. It's embarrassing to have the snap go over Peyton Manning's head in the Super Bowl and lose yeah. to the Seattle Seahawks. That's embarrassing. I mean, in all honesty, I don't know because you beat my Browns that year too because you did every year in the eighties. I don't know if the Browns fare any better against that Niners. No, but still, so, you, you would still want to go out though and not lose fifty five ten. I mean, the three wins since kind of softened that blow a little bit. Yeah. But I don't know anybody else that wasn't getting their doors blown off like By a hurricane. Montana, Craig, yeah. Rice, Taylor. Taylor. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. But still, you, you don't want to lose 55-10. No, nobody does. I mean, did they? But everyone was going to. Were they going to lose? <laughs> yes. Were they going to lose by probably 10 points at least? Yes. Didn't yeah. really expect him to lose by that kind of margin, though. Uh, let's that team see. was pretty good, as it turned out. Uh, we got one from Butchie this morning. Whoa. The family and I went to our first ever hockey game. What a great environment and a win over Calgary. We have joined the Avs bandwagon if we are welcome. Butchie, of course. You mean he's not like a Predators fan? <laughs> Kings fan or... Some like L.A. St. Louis. So, so Butchie, you'd see what Butchie's a, a Notre Dame, Missouri football fan, uh-huh. and basketball. Yeah, he's a Giants fan. Right. He's a Chiefs fan and a Lakers fan. Right. And a Lakers fan. So yeah, Kings, Ducks, Sharks. Ex- yeah. Blues. Since the blues, blues. Yeah. Gonna Red Wings, Blackhawks. What once? So he's asking us if it's okay if they they get on. On the bandwagon? That's... You didn't... Okay. Sure. You know what, I mean, you know Butchie? You and the family are, are absolutely welcome. It doesn't wash with kind of the yellow, gold, orange kind of motif he's got going on there. With Mizzou, Yeah, lots Dame. of blue, lots of red. Yeah. For the abs, not... That doesn't really fit the yeah. The it's, color a dark, it's, a, it's a darker red too. It's not gonna. Yeah, it's not cheese red. It's, it's a, a burgundy, burgundy. and na- not quite a navy, but it's a darker blue than like occasionally Notre Dame. A little lighter or, than Notre Dame's blue. Yeah. So this doesn't really. Fit. He's gonna have to buy new colors. Do Do we need to put this out to a vote of the pile? Whether but she's allowed or do oh, do that's we? It's not gonna pass. Do we just that motion will not pass. <laughs> I have a feeling it'll get shut down. It will. Yeah, that's gonna die in committee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It will. It will not even get to a full house vote. No. I mean, we can. Nah. Well. No. We'll just make that decision. Unilateral. Dec- yeah, I think that's. Butchie, welcome, welcome, welcome aboard. Welcome aboard, Butchie. Welcome aboard. The three-time Cup yep. champion, Colorado Avalanche. I like how he waits until bandwagon. You know, ten months after they. Win the cup well, nine months uh, after they give him some credit roll the parade he, through. He could have he could have easily joined last year, right? Could have easily got got caught up last year and said, "I want to be part of this." And I don't know. I might have been a little middle reluctant, but at least he's waiting a year afterwards, where you know the season's not been 
You know, they mm-hmm. come out of the gate smoking like they did last year. You know, while well, they didn't really even come out of the gate last year hot, right. they got hotter as the season progressed. But I'll, I'll give him the, at least the credit. He didn't jump on like in March of last year. Okay, we'll give him that. But also, first item of merch can't be a Stanley Cup champions piece of merch. I'm sorry, it's just got to be a standard Avalanche. It's got to be of gear. just a straight Avs hat. You you're not Wherever allowed. My hat is back. Butchie, that's a stipulation. You and your family are not allowed yep. to wear. It's got to be a regular yeah. hat. Yeah, just be regular Avs gear. Nothing that says. We did cup, it, baby! Cup, you know, cup champion, twenty twenty two cup champion. No, you cannot. You are not allowed to wear that gear. You are not allowed. Now, if you're a fan still when they win the cup again, then okay, then okay, it's then, fine. And now you can go back ninety six oh one twenty two. Get that old gear. But they, they they have to win another one before right. you can go back. So, if I see you out and about, Butchie, and occasionally I do see you out For and once about. Once in a while, we do. Yeah, and, and, such. and if I see you wearing Avs gear that says mm-hmm. Cup Champion, we'll have it. We'll, we're going to have a talk. And it's going to be a discussion of this yeah. is not this is not part of your negotiated agreement to become mm-hmm. an Avalanche fan. And I think I think he'll abide by it. I do. Yeah. I think I think it is he probably will. It's a little intriguing will. though to jump on the bandwagon after we know the bandwagon has already run I know. through the parade. That's why that's why I'm going to give him some credit weird. for for the, it's not yeah. like he's a classic bandwagon fan mm-hmm. where he jumped on while they're hot and playing great and going to win a cup. But this is like, you know, if the Chiefs get out to a 7 and 1 start and somebody's like, "Yeah, baby, Chiefs fan now." He can't come back with you. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. You can't. No, not bad. You know, so there's a there's rules here. There's very, it's, you know, sometimes contradictory fan unwritten rules about this whole thing. So, Butchie, welcome aboard. Under the stipulation we just laid out once again. Yeah. You, nor, Generic any, of, fan gear. nor any of your family, mm-hmm. can wear Stanley Cup champion gear until they win it again. Yes. Then you're allowed... To, to grandfathered in mm-hmm. to have to wear gear from all the previous cup champions. And that teams. includes the 70,000 kids, right? They're not. <laughs> it doesn't have 11,000 kids. It kind of feels that way. There's, There's an, always another one coming around, it feels like. Every two years for like 30, the, I think. The Butchats, there's there's quite yeah. a few of them. There's a lot. But there's there's not 11 billion of them, okay. though. It's settled, it's settled, it feels that it's way. It's settled out. Welcome aboard. I think the oldest one is essentially my age. No, 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 he's not that old. No, no, he's not. No, he's not nearly, uh, nearly as old as you are. Trust me. No. I'm a big fan of his wife, and I like Butchie, too. Yeah. They're, they're good folks. Yeah. We, we, give him, we give him a lot of grief. All right. So, yes, he is a good sport. Uh, so, the first week into spring training, we have, we have learned something from spring training. I should say that we had a full week of spring training mm-hmm. baseball. The pitch clock. You know how much time it shaved off games at spring training? Half hour almost. A half an hour of time. Mm-hmm. And I'm so, not going to blow it up. It's one of my four downs today. I'm not going to blow up my thoughts on the pitch clock. Okay, so I'll, I'll leave yeah. leave you alone with with that. But uh, this was this article leading up to a total of 35 spring training games. So we're through the first week, and this is through. Let's see. This article came out. Da, 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 looking to see. Okay, came out this weekend. 
So between Friday and Sunday, a total of 35 spring training games were played with an average length of two hours and 37 minutes compared to an average of three hours and one minute for spring training of last year. And that even with games with a high number of runs in action, only a small number of games exceeded three hours in length. Out of the 35, just six games went over three hours, or 17%. The longest of those three games, do you know how long it was? Uh, No. Three hours and six minutes. Yeah, Dan Patrick yesterday had the VP of Ops on to talk about how it sped up spring training games. There's an 18-run game, and I don't remember which one it was, but it was played in less than three hours. They scored 18 runs. And so over the course of the 35 games, there were 69 clock violations, which is now weird to hear that being referred to. And there's, all, and there's also a strikeout with the bases loaded because the batter took too mm-hmm. long to get in the box and it was an automatic strike call. And so ended up striking out yeah. without, without the pitch even being thrown with the bases loaded in again. And I've seen this. This is going to happen all the time now. No, it's not. It Very rarely is there a full count bases loaded bottom nine situation. Right. And so Friday, they had two games with four violations. Saturday, 17 games with 30 violations. Sunday, 16 games with 35 violations. And, and so this is an opportunity to, for, for, for pitchers and hitters because it has an impact on both. It's not, it's not just one or the other. Right. It has an impact on both of getting used to it. Now, just to kind of provide a reset here. Pitchers have 15 seconds to pitch once the ball has been received from the catcher when the bases are empty and 20 seconds when the when there's runners on base. Mm-hmm. Batters under the same clock and must be in the box ready to swing when the clock ends. Should the pitcher violate the clock, the batter's issued a ball. Should the batter be in violation, he's issued a strike. And and there's a little there's kind of a caveat to that batter part. They need to be alert to the pitcher, which means essentially eyes on the pitcher, paying attention at the halfway mark. Eight right. seconds left, you know, and I know people are like, well, that's that's just ridiculous and blah, blah, blah. Well, in basketball, you have five seconds to inbound the ball. You have eight seconds or ten to get it across the half court line. But there's no separate clock. You just you watch the clock's running. You have ten seconds and it's a rule and no one really complains about it. They actually defenses try to use it to their advantage. Watched a little bit this weekend. Didn't get to watch a, a ton of spring training baseball because of what we're going through right mm-hmm. now, going through the move. But the little bit I did get to watch, it does it does move along faster. There is a, but I don't feel like it's. And we'll save your thoughts on yep. this before down. It doesn't feel rushed. It doesn't feel. It feels like the game moves along at a at a, at a more efficient pace than it normally does. Where guys are stepping out of the box, mm-hmm. adjusting gloves, stepping back in. Pitcher steps off the rubber, goes through the signs again. There is there is more of a pace to the game than I think we than we previously seen. I personally have no problem with this. I really don't. I, one, of my, one of my gripes has always been, batter gets out, steps back in, steps out, Calls, you know, ask for time because you have to ask for time. Yep. You don't just get to step out automatically. Umpire has to home plate umpire has to grant you time, and you adjust your batting gloves and you step back in and 
It's just, oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Pitter-patter, let's like, get out Come on, Nomar, get in there. Let's go. Yeah, thank you. It's like Sergio Garcia with a waggle in golf. It's like, mm-hmm. just, just go. Line up the shot and hit it. Get in the box and let's go. Right. And it definitely feels, at least to me, that it has a better pace in the pitch clock play, playing obviously a huge role in that. Mm-hmm. All right, 843. Uh, do we have a winner yet for uh, Triple Play Record Stadium Cinema? We do. We're going to be here a while. Would you like to talk? Talk to me! The Jim Davis Show on Colorado Sports Leader, the team. Welcome back, 847. Jim and the Buckeye Boy. Got one from Colin and Rifle today. Listening on the mobile app. Guys, I did question when I heard Vance Joseph was coming back to Denver, but I'm putting my trust in Sean Payton to make the right choices. Still makes me nervous that we're going into the season with pretty much an entire new staff. I think it's going to have some growing pains. Hope they can uh, click uh, quickly or the fans might not be happy. I'll try to be patient for a while. All in all, for now, I'll support the staff. On the other side, Amy Lawrence had some interesting takes on Denver. Not sure if you listened to her. Little no, can't say I do. Little 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 Either late, early slash, or late. Yeah, little little late or a little early for us. Yeah, but you can catch her weekday mornings for the DA show mm-hmm. right here on the Team Sports Network. Fires up at midnight. Right. So yeah, we don't typically listen to to her. No offense. No, to I'm her. usually up five hours later or in bed three and a half hours before. <laughs> exactly. All right. Pick which one. So are you? support are you on team sean or are you on team he doesn't know what he's doing what what the hell is he hiring these guys for mm-hmm. text to call right thickly vance joseph 970-242-1340 and there's that davis webb i can't believe sorry sorry cake can't believe they hired davis webb throwing papers around <laughs> oh i <sighs> breathless he he was clutching. really really wound up friday Really wound up. Remember when Davis Webb was almost to see you buff? Yeah, I, I remember was that. just seven years ago. Yeah, that he was thinking about transferring there. It didn't work out. It was 2016. Oh. By the way, this hour brought to you by Preston Lee. Country Financial believes in building relationships, supporting the community, and serving others. Have a chat and let him help you protect the things that are important to you. Google him at Preston Lee Country Financial. All right. Time to get into... We're into four-down territory on the Jim Davis Show on the team. All right, start things out with first down today. The Jets are considering an interesting quarterback choice because there's been talks about Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers, you say? Yes, I said Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers! This guy double-check! If... He leaves the Green Bay Packers. Derek Carr's visited with the Jets. Who They told him he'd be a first ballot Hall of Famer if he wins the Super Bowl. Which, that's true. You win a Super Bowl for the Jets, you're a Hall of Famer. But Guaranteed. here's an interesting one. According to Albert Breer, Monday morning quarterback, the Jets are considering... Do you know who? Do you know? No. Do you know? Geno Smith. Ha! I'll That'd return to the place where he got his jaw broke. But Seahawks quarterback Geno Smith, that they are considering him. He won, of course, Comeback Player of the Year award. Mm-hmm. Got Seahawks to the playoffs. 
you know, the feeling is probably he's not going to go to the Jets. He'll probably stay in Seattle. But interesting that the Jets would consider bringing him back. All right, second down. Live Golf Tour is now on the CW. Allegedly. They were at uh, Mayakoba this last weekend. Um, Ratings were not great. XFL is going, damn, those are some bad ratings. Mm -hmm. On Saturday, they pulled 286,000. On Sunday, 291,000. The PGA Tour Saturday, 1.61 million. Sunday, 2.38 million. Yeah. That's at the Honda Classic, by the way. So yeah, that's um, not a major. <laughs> no, that's not. No, that's just the Honda Classic. Yeah. That's that's just a <laughs> run of the mill tournament, mm-hmm. and they got absolutely crushed by the PGA. How long does the Live Tour last? They're well, well, well funded by the Saudi government, so money's perpetually. Early. I think. Yeah, I think it's do there. They ever, do they ever get on a major network? No, I just, not I, now. I don't. I don't think so. Ten years ago, they probably do. Probably, yeah. Ten years ago, yep. probably had a shot at it. So, uh, yeah, I don't think they do. Third and fourth down. Third down. Uh, I love the new pace of play rules. I'm fine with the pitch clock. I like kind of having it there so I have an idea. You don't really get a chance to look away, drift off. So you're looking at your laptop or your phone, and then you know you look up when you hear contact, right? I'm locked in on more pitches, even for spring training baseball. I think that's good for the game. I know there. I've seen some. Com- I talked about this yesterday. Seen some comment sections. Well, if I'm going to drive five hours and pay two hundred dollars for a game, I don't want the game to be over in two and a half hours. Like, well, well, you, that's on you. Yeah, come on. They're man. not making you spend that money. They're worried about the entirety of the fan base. Aren't you going to find some other yeah. things to do? Maybe now that you got a little extra mm-hmm. time to go to a restaurant or do and something? if they can't increase television ratings and they can't increase television rights fees, then your $200 tickets for a family of four are going to be $300 because that's where they're going to make up the money. So your $9 beer is going to be an $11 beer. Just chill, but I do like... I now... And it... Gets me a little bit more. I still don't like it, but I'm closer to okay with the speed up runner rule because now they're trying to affect pace from first pitch, right? Like, right. oh, now we're nine innings deep. Let's speed things up, fellas. Let's get over with. Now they're trying to speed things up from the jump, which I think they uh, might actually get more productive at. Been reading this Dan Snyder article released this morning. He got $55 million in credit line from Bank of America which Commissioner Roger Goodell has to sign off on because the NFL kind of backs, guarantees all these loans, right? To make sure the NFL has the money that the team is asking for just in case they need to, you know, repossess the team or whatever. Three of the minority owners and on the board of directors did not approve the loan. And they need the board unanimous approval to get said loan. Is this finally the thing that gets Dan Snyder booted from the NFL? I say no because the minority owners had a big issue with this. The NFL made them go through the uh, wacky kangaroo court of arbitration and then they sold all their minority shares at the behest of Roger Goodell, essentially. Right. So, no, 
But this does lend more credence to Dan Snyder's got something on somebody. Because these things keep piling up, right? Yeah. The not giving the money, you know, the sharing the the, the ticket sales that they're mm-hmm. supposed to do. They're supposed to, everybody's supposed to get a cut of ticket sales, and they, they held that back. Yeah, there's... there's it's some a fascinating reason. There's some compromising information mm-hmm. that Dan Snyder has on Goodell or somebody. It, it seems real hinky. All right, hour three coming up, Mav Day. Make sure you stick around for that right here on the Jim Davis Show on the team, Sports Network.